Welcome to another edition of Market Impact Insights, your podcast source for business leadership perspectives to help your business grow. Hear from experts in marketing, sales, business strategy, and more with practical advice for business success. Make sure you won't miss the latest episodes by visiting marketimpactnow.com. Now, here's your host, Dan Albaum. Welcome. Today, we are going to take a look at digital ecosystems and both the opportunity and the challenges that companies have in optimizing their ecosystems to achieve greater business success. And joining us to explore this is Will Yaffe, the founder and CEO of Tidwit, which has built a cutting edge global network that empowers the digital transformation of business ecosystems. Will, welcome to the program. Thank you, Dan. Great to be here. So a great place to start is this concept of digital ecosystems. And I actually went out on that great trusted source, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. to take a look at uh, the definition. And on Wikipedia, the digital ecosystem is defined as a distributed, adaptive, open socio-technical system with properties of self-organization, scalability, and sustainability that's inspired from natural ecosystems. So, Will, uh, you've had a a variety of uh, roles in the IT and technology sector and have been drawn to this idea of digital ecosystems. Can you give us a little bit more on that background and how you would define digital ecosystems and the opportunity? Yeah, I love how you, uh, you know, pulled this from Wikipedia. I think it's, uh, it's a great definition uh, and particularly, uh, you know, how they bring in natural ecosystems uh, to it. Uh, in a lot of ways, this is how we think about it as well. Uh, and we've studied uh, natural ecosystems as we have developed our own view of digital ecosystems. In a way, um, I think at the heart uh, of everything that represents digital ecosystems are relationships between independent organisms. So unlike um, you know, other kinds of, I guess, um, systems out there, uh, ecosystems bring together two independent um, entities, if you will, uh, that are perfectly fine being separated, but because of certain uh, compelling reasons, you know, within the market have found, uh, you know, some symbiotic uh, uh, ways and means to work together for a, for a cause or for accomplishing goals. And so that's basically how in nature it works as well. You have, you know, within a natural ecosystem, you have symbiotic relationships uh, that you know feed off of each other, uh, but towards the you know the ultimate goal of being able to grow and succeed, uh, and that's in, in a lot of ways how we see uh, digital ecosystems. At the heart of which is a relationship that needs to be you know fostered and taken to the next level, uh, from kind of like an analogical uh, I guess paradigm to something that's a lot more modern, a lot more digital, and that can really help scale. So I'm fully in agreement uh, with the definition that shows up in in that resource on Wikipedia. So given that definition, Will, what are some of the biggest challenges or problems that companies may need to overcome in really optimizing the power of of the ecosystem that they're a part of? Great question. I, I think the main problem really starts, if we could kind of go back really briefly to how the internet was conceived, 
the internet was conceived as a resource that kind of flattens the, the, the world, so to speak. You've got a certain knowledge that can be accessed by pretty much anybody. But the, the access is by people or persons. Uh, and that kind of conception of how, you know, this flat world, so to speak, um, is in a lot of ways kind of trickled down into a lot of the technological developments that came about. So you started hearing terms like B2C and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but if you take a step back and you see how business has been organized over the past maybe 100 years, um, businesses aren't really flat. Uh, businesses within themselves are typically multi-tiered. And then businesses, as they um, you know, organize themselves within their sector or industry um, or market or geography, are also kind of interacting with other businesses and other entities uh, in ways that are not necessarily flat. And so the main problem that you see is a lot of these technologies, some of which are cool technologies, there's no question about this, but the way they were designed and architected is flat. That doesn't really match itself to how the business world operates. And so with digital ecosystems, this fragmentation problem starts occurring because you're trying to kind of uh, fit um, you know, a square peg in a round hole and it doesn't fit. Um, if you, you know, if you want to kind of start wanting to resolve this, you need to really kind of recognize the way that the structure of these business ecosystems have developed and find solutions to avoid or overcome this fragmentation by providing tools that aren't necessarily flat. And that's more or less what digital ecosystems are designed to do. And for the companies that are able to address this fragmentation quandary head on, successfully, what are some of the biggest benefits uh, that they'll be able to achieve? Well, you have to look at the specific type of problem that they're looking at, but we can take some examples. And I think that might shed a little bit more light uh, on, uh, you know, the type of solutions and therefore benefits that they can, they can get out of it. Supposing you're an organization uh, within the auto industry and supposing you have a new line of products that you just launched. Um, and as, um, you know, as we all know, the auto industry is primarily based on huge channels and supply chains, all of whom kind of feed off of each other to essentially de de uh, develop uh, certain products and then deliver them to an end customer, right? So you have a, a large supply chain that needs to come together to do that. Um, well, think about some of the problems with fragmentation. Well, for one, suppliers may not be able to communicate with one another as easily. Uh, maybe some knowledge might not be completely updated between you know, one part of the industry and another part of the industry. Uh, maybe some of the technology is moving too fast. Um, and so there's an enablement uh, problem due to this fragmentation because, you know, company A or industry A or sub-industry A cannot communicate with all of the components within that, within that industry. If that's the kind of problem that we're facing, and a lot of cases and in a lot of different industries, be it in the IT industry or the pharma industry or, or any of those industries, what you end up seeing is by deploying digital ecosystems, everybody starts coming or starts essentially becoming on the same page. They all can see the latest and the greatest at the same time. Uh, 
Uh, and I'm not talking about one person or another. I'm talking about entire organizations, maybe an organization that has 100,000 employees. All of a sudden, you're not just waiting for one person to come in this flat world and access that new knowledge piece. You've actually pushed it down throughout your ecosystem of organizations and all their employees. So what are some of the benefits that come out of this? Well, you can think about benefits like enablement. Enablement happens instantly, not only within an organization, but within its entire ecosystem, right? Uh, Readiness is another one where all of these organizations want to get ready for maybe a new campaign, a new technology, or, or whatever it is that they need to get ready for. They can all be ready at the same time. Um, certain benefits from this are quicker time to market. If, it, if you get quicker time to market, that has direct positive implications on revenue. Uh, there's also direct implications on cutting of costs. So you can start cutting costs because the time that it takes for you to launch something and the effort it takes no longer needs to be reiterated at each one of the tiers within the ecosystem. The minute that you launch it uh, upstream, let's say, uh, where, where the knowledge is disseminating, automatically it reaches uh, everybody else within the digital ecosystem with very, very little effort and almost no hands-on. So ultimately, higher revenue, lower cost, and quicker speed to market are some of the key benefits that digital ecosystems can deliver to any industry that's, that's deploying or any organization uh, that's deploying uh, them. Well, that's a lot of benefits. And really, at the end of the day, it's about having a platform that allows for efficient, effective access to all types of content, right? Not just training content, but it could be marketing related content. It could be sales enablement. So Will, as you were describing that, it's just, it covers the whole spectrum, right? Of the content universe in terms of what is uh, more accelerated and and scaled, right? Through um, a better digital ecosystem. Correct. And and what we see is, you know, typically when you launch a digital ecosystem, you have like hubs and spokes all connecting to one another, what we like to call, you know, digital ecosystem hubs or digital ecosystem spokes. And then what you have is you have multiple types of what we call workloads, you know, ecosystem workloads that may be launched. So day one might be maybe they um, an ecosystem might launch, uh, you know, um, like as you well mentioned, uh, maybe training or readiness type content and knowledge dissemination. Uh, Maybe, uh, you know, uh, after a while, they might say, you know what, readiness has become so efficient. Why aren't we doing the same thing for marketing? Why do we have to replicate marketing, um, you know, in each one of these hubs and spokes that we have in our ecosystem? Why not connect everybody together so that we can launch uh, marketing campaigns and for all of it to be interconnected at the same time with the same types of messaging, etc. on the one hand, but also uh, retrieving a lot of the metrics so that we can understand what's going on uh, with our marketing all over the ecosystem. Uh, you could think of other types of workloads like sales enablement, for example. You can enable sales execs multiple tiers uh, removed from your organization uh, with little effort. Uh, you could also do things like technical support, things like, uh, for example, onboarding. All those kinds of workloads could be enabled on a digital ecosystem. Um, and really moving the ecosystem in a direction that helps it more and more um, reach the nirvana of what's typically called digital transformation. Yeah, some great specific examples there. Will, are there any other technology trends that are going to continue to change the way these digital ecosystems evolve? 
I could think of one which kind of I just mentioned in, in this last question, which is uh, digital transformation, right? Digital transformation is on everybody's mind. So if you go and, and you have conversations with chief strategy officers and most of the large organizations that, you know, each of which, like let's say a large bank or la- large IT company, each of them is likely to have a chief strategy officer that's scratching their head and thinking like, hey, um, how am I going to accomplish the, this digital transformation? And the big question on their mind um, is, and we like to pose this question really, is are you going through a digital transformation? And 99% of them are going to say, yeah, of course we're going through a digital transformation. The next question we like to ask them is, well, what about your ecosystem? Is your ecosystem going through a digital transformation? And you, you, you quite, you know, almost always you get this quizzical look on their face, which is, what do you mean my digital ecosystem is going through a digital transformation? And this is really, you know, it's, it's, it's a really interesting kind of dichotomy because on the one hand, they're very happy that they're digitally transforming their organization. But if we assume, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a pretty fair assumption, that most organizations around the globe, um, particularly the larger ones, are all part of ecosystems. You can't really operate in isolation anymore in this day and age, right? So if they're transforming themselves, you know, digitally, and they're part of an ecosystem that is not yet digitally transformed, how effective is their digital transformation going to be? And we usually like to ask the question, which is, do you know what happened in your ecosystem today? And you know, we can ask the same question, do you know what happened in your organization today? And they'll they'll say yes. And then, you know, if you follow that up with, do you know what happened with your ecosystem today? Um, you probably will get, in most cases, the answer of no. And if that's the case, then that technology trend of digital transformation is not going far enough. We feel that digital transformation plus digital ecosystems together can really lead towards an ecosystem-wide digital transformation, which is really what everybody and all these chief strategy officers should be focused on, as opposed to just kind of digitally transforming their own, uh, I guess, silo of an organization. Um, That's kind of how we look at it. Um, And I would think these are two key uh, technology trends that we as an organization uh, are focused on. Yeah, and, and as you were going through those, you know, one of the things that is crucial is removing those blind spots. And so there's an accountability, there's a visibility uh, that uh, gets enhanced because of the real-time ability to really see how uh, content is digested, how performance is really happening, right? You bet. I mean, it's one thing to know that, for example, your website is being accessed, right? And it's a totally different level of power at your your fingertips if you know, in addition to this, how well your 2,000 partners are are performing when it comes to pulling uh, maybe, you know, more on the results of a marketing campaign, for as an example. Uh, Those are two different levels of knowledge and two different, uh, I guess, gauges um, of how effective you are doing business today. The closer you can get to your partners, uh, the more likely you are of succeeding as an entire ecosystem in this rapidly changing world. Uh, This is a major challenge for a lot of large organizations. And I think digital ecosystems um, is one of the key technologies that is going to help them enable and overcome 
some of the challenges with this fragmentation that we discussed earlier on in the conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As we wrap up our conversation, are there any final suggestions you have for companies that are looking to better get on top of this whole digital ecosystem opportunity? Uh, yes. I mean, I, I think that the main, um, uh, the, the first step in the process is to start asking the question, do I really know what my ecosystem is doing or has done today? And if the answer is no, I do not, uh, then the next step uh, is to try and um I guess, gauge the impact that this fragmentation or this inability to do so has on your organization and its future. Um, The advice that we have for a lot of the organizations that we work with uh, and that we've moved from being kind of like a a very fragmented uh, uh, ecosystem-based organization to a completely digital ecosystem type organization is once you've assessed that, the next phase is to start thinking about what are the steps uh, that we need to take to bring together kind of like, you know, our partnerships and our, ultimately, it really depends on your belief in the importance of relationships. And, and, and you know, from, from, from a much more kind of like basic instinct that we have is what we're doing is really enabling um, uh, relationships in a, in a way that they've never been enabled before. So at the heart of everything we do is strengthening these relationships, enabling them, and it's manifesting itself through much more closer interactions uh, that are measurable uh, and that could drive results on these tools and digital ecosystems that we are launching. Uh, So that's kind of some of the, the, the ways that we talk to our customers and that we've tried to help them. And the results so far, we're very proud of the results. Uh, They're really game changers. Will, thanks again for joining us and sharing your great insights today. Thanks very much for the interview, uh, Dan. And remember to visit marketimpactnow.com for the latest in business leadership perspectives. So long until next time.